Asian Avengers. So weak. Avengers. So weak. Asian, Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know. Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast for two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm on Mike Nguyen. And welcome. This is episode 53. Yes. Um, shouts to uh, Listening Party Network and shouts. Cardi uh, Canal Street. <laughs> I almost said Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> shouts to Listening Party Network and Cardi B. Uh, no, shouts to Listening Party Network and Canal Street Radio, Canal Street Market for having us. Check out, check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Um, how are you, man? What's going on? Anything, anything yeah, new to uh, report to me? Today is my first year wedding anniversary. Whoa! I know, and here I am with you. What? <laughs> is yeah. that why you have to leave early today? I do have to. Leave. Well, I have to leave early today also because I have to get a, I have a, have a, I have a mattress delivered. Oh, but yeah, I okay. should probably hang out with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything planned? What are you doing? Yeah, we're going to the place where we got married. Like the rest, we got married at a restaurant. Oh, and nice. So we're going back to that restaurant, like for listeners. Dinner. That sounds trashy, but it wasn't. It was a very fancy restaurant. <laughs> Why is it trashy? I don't know. Isn't oh, that, I see what you're saying. I don't saying. know. To like a Midwesterner listener, be like, you got married in a restaurant? They're thinking like Max and Irma's Applebee's, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I can't afford an Applebee's. You know how much right. it would be they to would like- be expensive. To like buy out an Applebee's? <laughs> and especially be, in New York. Yeah, so no, we, we um, you know, I had to, I, I, I rolled uh, my, on my own. I had to pay for my own wedding. I didn't have, you know, it's, it's always funny because like I was talking to some of my friends sometimes and they're like oh why don't you just ask your parents for money i was like are you fucking insane <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm i'm like i'm like an old dude i can't ask my parents yeah. for money also i give them money they were asked they asked me for money so i so i have to do get, you really yeah I you, give my you joke money. about that sometimes i never know if it's, why it's a Vietnamese thing dog is it just a respect thing yeah it's just like you know it's just supposed to be like we're all like kind of like it's like a beehive mentality you know, we're all like, we all work together and then we all like go in together. So ultimately, I, I guess it's like idea is like, you know, if I needed to, like if I really needed like, I don't know, 50 grand or something like that. You could have a conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, my mom would be like, well, okay, you know, you're, you know, you, we've, we all work together and yeah. stuff like that. You seem like a good investment because yeah. you've been paying me. <laughs> they go through your report. You go, yeah, exactly. Okay, go ahead, let's, uh, <laughs> Phil, Phil, can, can, can you bring me, can you bring me the new file? <laughs> the books. Yeah, and they just look through. But um, yeah, so I got married at this, uh, this really, I mean, I thought it was a great restaurant. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. So we're going back there, and uh, yeah, and uh, we're just, uh, we're just, we're just gonna Dude, do that. Dude, that's that's so exciting, man. Yeah, it is. It seems weird, honestly. It seems weird that I'm married to her because like we were friends for so long, and so it's just like, oh, who, I'm married to my. To, to her, like it's really it's strange. <laughs> if we went back in time, should and I like, edit this out or? No, no, it's uh, no. She knows. She, she trust me. She she's knows, the one. She knows. She's the one who's going to be like, I can't believe. How did he do that? <laughs> how did he do that? Dreams can come true, guys. You know. Damn. So. Well, happy wedding anniversary, Thanks, man. Bro. I hope you guys have a good time. Let's do a quick shout out to our uh, new Patreon subscribers uh, before we start the show. Uh, again, we are releasing bonus episodes starting March. So uh, we're doing that for people who donate $5 and above um, just to, you know, create some sort of incentive for people who are giving us more, more dough. Um, so yeah, if you donate $2 right now, that might be a good time to upgrade. But here are the new people who signed up uh, as of last week. We have Cat E, Y-E-E. -E. Y-E-E? -E? Yeah, that's Chinese. Yi, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then we have Keiko Komara. Finally, a Japanese person. Finally. Fin that's finally, a, your people a, step up. Nah, that's a fucking Japanese-ass name, man. Keiko Komara, dude. Man, there's so many Ks in there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys love your K sounds. We love Ks, yeah, dude. Yako, komamocho. Komamocho? <laughs> komamocho. Sounds like a Japanese-Mexican guy. I love that. Um, we got Charlie Yan. Y-A-N. Y-A-N. Like, uh... Yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's a Chinese name. Yep, mm -hmm. Stephanie Han. Ooh, that could be tricky. Han is Chinese or could be Korean. Angry Korean. <laughs> <laughs> she has Han. She still has so much Han. Her last name's Han. Yep, uh, Audrey Valenciano. Filipino. Don't fall for it, bro. You know Filipino. it's Filipino. Nice try. I was about to be like, uh, Spanish? Yeah, that name sounds like a fucking Italian bakery, but that shit is Italian. <laughs> that shit is Filipino. Then we have Anu Gil. Anu. Anu. Anu Gil. G-I-L-L. -L. Yeah, so that's a white-ass name. Anu. A -N -U. Anu is okay. something else. Is it a South Asian person? Yeah, I think it's South Asian. What? Yeah, that's kind of cool. Oh, my and God. And then we have uh, Lorinda T. T-H-I. Lorinda. 
Lorinda. That's, some, that's did we learn that from Gian? Is that a Filipino thing where they mix two names like Linda and Lauren? Lorinda. Lorinda. That's a good name. Yeah. That's uh, a good name. Wait, with T. T H I T T or T T H I. Oh, T T. Yeah. Well, T is a Vietnamese name, but Ooh. then it's usually it's not a last name. Okay. So she she could be pulling a fast one on us to this Lorinda. Or maybe she's doing like a first name middle name thing. Maybe she took that as her middle name. Oh, that's because she married tight. a white guy or something. That's kind of tight. Hey, Lorinda, thanks for the cool name. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So thank you so much, new Patreon subscribers. Really appreciate it. Again, listeners, if you don't know what we're doing right now, we have a Patreon page where you can subscribe to uh, our show and and, and uh, access bonus content. We give you a shout out if you give us money. So check that out on Patreon.com/slash/Asian, not Asian Pod. And I've got uh, my half hour special thing. It's special. Uh, special. Oh, you cocky son of a bitch! I don't know. I'm gonna, <laughs> I gotta call it something. Me and uh, Natalie Ocker are doing a half hour on February 26th. That's Tuesday, February 26th. So if this comes out uh, Monday, it's February 26th. So tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Yep. And then so it's February 26th. That's Tuesday, 7:30 at Subculture. So come check that out. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we are back with Story of the Week. Woo woo. Um, this w- I had an interesting experience this week, and uh, I am in a privileged position to tell the story. I, I realized <laughs> that I've been doing comedy stand-up for a long time, and there was a point in my life where I couldn't do this thing that I'm about to tell you, but now <laughs> I'm doing it sometimes, and it's very exciting. And uh, listeners, just to give you a little background, comedians, stand-up comedians, when you first start, when you start doing shows, when you start getting booked for shows, you're very excited. Oh, yeah. Uh, because it's some, it's some it's basically a gesture saying i believe in you i yeah, believe in your act i want you got some of the chops yes especially I, your first couple times exactly like, wow and i want to showcase you in front of my friends so it's a very it's an honor mm-hmm. yeah and i was i had been um you know treating it treating it as an honor for a very long time uh until about like recently you know i i don't do as many like open mics anymore open mics is where you kind of go try out new material for other comedians um but i'm still writing new stuff but i just don't go to these open mics anymore because we're busy with the podcast and like writing and stuff like and that they're, and they're pretty depressing right and so they're really sad and i want to stay happy yeah so what i've been doing is and what a lot of comedians will do is they'll just start doing new shit at shows at these shows that you're supposed to honor you know but you start doing new shit because that's just the that's just the situation that you're in right now you know yep. a lot of experienced comedians will do that i remember when i first started i i did this show at brit pack theater which was like a really cool indie space in oh, chinatown I love that space yeah and it was an amazing show everybody was killing i was probably like two years in i was like doing all my best shit i had a really good set and then they booked michelle wolf who is now like very famous oh yeah yeah <clears throat> this is like 2015 michelle wolf came and she literally just had a notebook Yep. Started reading like tweets, started reading like just ideas that yeah, yeah, literally yeah. thought out. Yep. And she just bombed, you know, but she didn't give a fuck because yeah. that was her open mic. Yeah. This is like six months to a year before she gets past the seller, like all these HBO special, yep, all this yep. new stuff, right? So, you know, I, I remember my friends being like, who the fuck was that last lady? She was awful. Mm. But they didn't understand that that's yes. just like the way it goes, you know? Yeah. For her, that was a very low stake situation. So I had a thing this week where a new comedian had booked me on like a really cool show at here mm-hmm, and Bergen mm-hmm. is like a cool it's kind of like Canal Street Market but like for white people yeah <laughs> um, and they, had, they were doing this show 
and it was it was like a DJ and there was like a decent amount of people maybe like 15 20 people it wasn't filled but it was cool they paid to be there I guess which I didn't know until I got there and uh, you know there are new comedians they didn't really know what they're doing I think in terms of like production and you know like host how to host and stuff I don't think they knew it was, yeah hosting is an interesting it's a, yeah interesting and skill. like no judgment there like clearly I could tell you were new so like that's fine you do you yeah but I just felt like this was a good opportunity for me to like just do new material yeah because no stakes like nobody important's watching me right and you know it's like just yeah it's just a show it's just a show oh, were there a lot of people there like 15 people oh, okay it was it was okay you yeah. know so I, I just did new shit and like you know I, I did a lot of crowd work in the beginning just to like get them to like yes, me they, first yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I, I got some big laughs there and then I did a lot of my new stuff which a lot of it are like incomplete thoughts or just yeah. like they're not tight it's yes, not tight absolutely. it's a lot of me explaining shit and like one like little punchline at the end you yes. know so I, I, I kind of bombed that was like that's uh, my that's my bomb now but you were getting laughs yeah i was getting laughs yeah yeah it's, yeah it's uh it's it wasn't like a silence a silence it wasn't bomb, silence which, yeah, yeah yeah i mean i haven't had a silence bomb in a little while yeah knock on um, wood or something knock on wood of jesus course, those of course. are you you don't forget oh my god you don't forget those silence bombs you you get you know you do those things and you you can tell where you're just like i've i'm like off i'm like something's wrong yeah. like something happened something like maybe happened. i i have a wearing a shirt that says the n-word on it yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize <laughs> oh no oh no my, oh my n-word shirt oh no oh this is my role play <laughs> and, but you know something happens and you're just like oh fuck and then there's nothing you can really i mean you can get out of it but yeah. like it's really difficult you're just yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. but like i see what your your point is and and um but you mean I, I I always think, and of course we're I'm st we're still on our journey. I'm still like working it out. Yo. But I think as long as you give a good faith effort to try to be funny, you're you're doing you're you're honoring the rule of the show. Oh, I see what you're saying. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't have yeah. to like every show is in like a a material only. You know, right, 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 right. As right. long as you're like as long as you're not there, like I don't know, like purposefully like sabotaging the show right 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 you know which i've seen people do yeah, people do that sometimes yeah. um and because they get frustrated or yep, yep, yep. you know they're just being an asshole and they like whatever they do you know they pick on somebody enough where they like you know keep causing a problem or or whatever yeah i've seen that happen or they have a meltdown which is actually yeah, to, to do i think kind of funny those are, those are funny only two comedians only so. two comedians yeah, but if yeah, you have yeah, a meltdown yeah. like that could ruin the show it for can, everyone and nobody show. else can exactly. go up so so it, it happened and i it's fine if i i don't i didn't feel bad about it but yeah. then when i left she paid me $50. I always feel weird getting paid. And <laughs> if I had known that I was going to get paid, I would have like done a little bit. Like I would have done some of my A material a yeah. lot more. I only did like one, Yeah, you know? And I guess it's like when somebody, now it's like if somebody pays me, I'm going to try to do a very good job. But if you don't pay me, it's a free bar show. Then I feel t I kind of take that as liberty to kind of like try new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. can't really get mad at me because you're not well, paying me. Yeah. Again, I mean, I think as you were, you were trying to yeah. make get laughs and, and I bet you that quote unquote bomb is, is probably as good as you would have done like two, like three years ago, you know, in your first couple of yeah, years yeah, using yeah, your yeah, yeah. A material. That's true. That's true. I mean, you know, obviously some, some polished stuff is always going to be really good, but yeah. Um, I mean, this leads me to another thing. Cause I did, uh, I did a couple shows yesterday and, um, one at the pit, uh, Christine Lee helped me out, so shouts to her. Mm -hmm, and then the mm -hmm. other one, and it was a good show. And then I, I did, I did college humor with Brian Park. Mm -hmm. And that was an insane show. College I mean, Humor were, Live. We College Humor Live. And yep. it was like 100 people. Yeah. And it was uh, incredible. Like, you know, I tried really hard because I, you know, I, there was a lot of comics I respected on there. Yeah. And I wanted to go do well in front of them. And everybody did well. And I didn't get paid for the College Humor Live one. Yeah. But um, I, I'm going to get paid for the, for the first one. And the first one was like a small show, a bar show, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... It just kind of brings up the idea of getting paid for comedy. Like yeah. I was talking to my friends about it afterwards. Like, you know, they're like, Mike, you did amazing, blah, blah. Everybody did good. How much did you get paid? And I, and I was like, get paid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, never yeah, get yeah. paid. I mean, you know, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, like randomly someone will give me money on Venmo and I'm like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. But in general, in comedy, you don't get paid to do a lot of stuff like for years and years and yeah. we'll do tons of shows you know i did uh you know i i, I, I helped out uh ronnie chank name drop at, at a show <laughs> and he gave me some money but I, he didn't have to i didn't yeah. expect him to get paid yeah yeah um uh, i didn't expect him to pay me and i don't know it's like part of it is 
this is the mentality because there's so many comedians and yeah. so little stage time, and yeah. especially good quality stage time, that there's like there's just way too much supply for the demand. Right, right. But right, at the right. same time, I do think comedians like we devalue what we do because yeah. we're like, whatever, we're shooting comedians. Oh, uh, give me a drink ticket. Ha ha ha. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? And um, you know, uh, I live at home with my mom. Whatever, you know, like all those things because mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of feed into your own persona of like being a poor like shitty person yeah and so i don't deserve to be paid which is like but then that's how you get a lot of situations where clubs or whatever different places will like fuck you because they a know that there's a lot of other comedians and b they um they know that you won't that you don't respect yourself to get paid Mm, see this is a lot of this is the thing that i don't think a lot of listeners know and again this might be a new york la thing you know i I, I, I do because i've done shows in like ohio just a bar show at a library or something and i get paid like 20 bucks you know so and so there's two things here i think one you know there is a lot of supply in new york and so the only way to differentiate your show from another show is that it's free and it's got the same level of comedians right which is very sad but i think we need to kind of start again we we always just need to stop thinking like comedians you know because when you talk to your friends right when they ask you how much did you get paid i get that question a lot at hack city yeah like how much do you make producing hack city Uh, i'm like we make a little bit of money with donations donations, but you know but i've got to pay for the stage i got to pay for the amp you know what i mean i'm not and i pay i I, when we pay comedians now you know we pay comedians now it's not much but it's just it's more of a gesture of like hey i respect you thanks for coming out right um so when we did uh sorry we do when we did um uh crushing the myth uh and you know that guy produced a nice show yeah and i'm sure he wasn't trying to get paid but he had the mentality of like oh well maybe you know he you could see that being a series and him making some income out of that yeah and yeah, he just, yeah yeah he yeah, yeah, yeah from right from the get-go yeah. is like thinking that way because he's like charging x amount per ticket or whatever yep, 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 and for yep. us we're just like we just want a lot of people there yeah 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 you know which yeah. is i mean to be but it is what we want because we're comedians right but. i think a lot of people don't know when they go to comedy clubs especially in new york those only like the host and the headliners getting paid. Yeah, so everybody else is. You guys not. probably didn't know that, right? Yeah, like they don't. Nobody else is getting paid, nobody which is insane. Ooh, that's why it's like a, that's why you go to these comedy clubs and it's not the coolest place in the world. Like it's yeah. ar- from an architecture standpoint, but also from like a hygiene perspective, it's not that nice, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. And you wonder like, how are these guys making any money? Like paying for this place? This is like a midtown. Like what's yeah. going on here, right? But it's because they're they're not their overhead is it, pretty low because because their talent's not getting paid. So like the product they're selling is pretty much free yes right that's an insane thing to think yeah. about you know? i mean <laughs> it's kind of like not paying your uber drivers you know it's kind of crazy because like the waiter makes more money than most of the comedians right the right, waiter right, gets right. paid the waiter right. is like you know getting paid minimum wage or tips yep and the comedian gets you know nothing i mean yeah. uh, again like maybe they'll kick you 20 bucks yeah so you know? i mean the host gets 100 usually yeah usually gets then, on the weekend and then um headliners get paid but that, that's like a whole other thing yeah but you know when they get paid i'm talking like 20 bucks for a spot yeah right it's it's <laughs> And then there's a gap because for us, you know, the way we sort of expect it to work is like, you, you know, it's like getting, it's like getting your PhD, yeah. you know, it's like eight years, you don't yeah, make yeah, any yeah. money or oh, you, you're yeah, in the yeah, hole, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like a lot of money. Yeah. And, you know, towards the end of it, maybe, you know, like in the seventh grade, you start getting a little bit of things, you know, like you got your postdoc and you're getting a little money and then you hope that Google hires you or whatever the fuck it is. Mm. And then you're like, okay, here's like a hundred grand. Yeah, 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 if yeah, you, yeah, yeah. If you do go on, let's say you go on the road, obviously you can get paid from that or you, um, you know, that the sort of ideal situation is like a really big headliner who's going yeah. on tour goes, you know, asks you to come with him. Yeah. And you, you know, you can get paid a significant amount of money. I mean, I'm talking like thousands of dollars yeah. to do 10 or 15 minutes of work. And then you just, and it's, you know, it's a fun time. You do yeah. a good time. And it's like, here's a check for three grand because yeah. you now you're hooked into this whole thing where there's like a real business person yeah. managing all this stuff. So it's like a weird economics thing. I can't remember. Like there's a lot of things like this, like artists, like art artists, like fine artists, musicians. Yeah. yeah. You're in the hole for a long time. And then one day you hope that like somebody's like, Hey, here's a TV show. Here's a million dollars. Right. To make up for, to make up for that's that why eight years right. of like, you know, yeah. being a PhD student. That's why when you chase the arts as a passion, it's risky. It's risky financially too. It's, it's that's, that's why you shouldn't think of it as like, Oh, I'm going to make money. Cause that's not, no, you're that's not, not going to it is money, yeah you're you not money doing it yeah so i hope you guys feel a little bad for us and uh, <laughs> uh check so out our patreon, check page. Out our patreon page <laughs> well seriously that's why like you know we're taking this act on the road
road for a little bit. Yeah. Um, shouts to North Carolina State University. We'll be there. <laughs> they hired us randomly to do stuff over there. It was sweet. Um, and, you know, we're going to go to DC and other places, stuff like that. But like, we're making money doing that. That's and, great. Oh, and already that amount that they're paying us is probably more money than you ever thought you'd make in comedy. No right? way. And I'm still in the whole five grand. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I mean, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's a, it's a privilege because there's a lot of very funny comedians yeah. and I'm not putting myself down. I think I'm pretty funny, but yeah. like, um, you know, it's just, it's work, it's worked out for us to be able to go on the road. So it's, it's awesome. And it is like, it's one of those situations where we make nothing for a long time. We're, we're, we got a whole bunch of shows coming yeah, up yeah. and I'm, I, you know, we we're we're going to be in the hole and then somebody will like give us like a couple, like, you know, some, some money. I'm just like, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So. Damn. Well, this segment has been brought to you by Patreon. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Branded content, baby. And we are back with everybody's favorite segment, Das Race News. Uh, today we've got a couple interesting things. Um, first, a little, a little weird one. This is not. This is bad PR for Asians. <laughs> but you know, we got to talk about it because we have to. We have to own up to everything that we do. You yeah. know, whether it's good or bad. Um, a volleyball coach. Sorry, a former University of Kansas vo- uh, volunteer volunteer volleyball coach. I missed that the first time. He's a volunteer. <laughs> volunteer volleyball coach was arrested earlier this month for allegedly stealing dozens of pairs of underwear from female players and cataloging them in his home. Authorities said. Uh, Lawrence police say they searched the home of Skyler Yi. He's Chinese, as we learned earlier from the Patreon <laughs> subscriber. Yeah. 23, earlier this month, after linking him to a series of break-ins on campus. Oh, wow. Police said they found a roughly 40-drawer plastic storage container labeled with names of current and former players. A pair of underwear was found in each labeled drawers, dude. Dude, I am... I mean, this guy t- took the Marie Kondo That's thing what was, yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah, extreme. Yeah. Each one is folded perfectly. Yeah, 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 Does yeah, this yeah, spark yeah. joy? <laughs> Do these panties spark yeah, joy? Yeah, for- these, these panties. Oh, <laughs> let me see here. Yes. They do. Yes. And I'm gonna call it. This dude here, he collects underwear like I collect Jordans. Okay? Dude, it's crazy. Each one in a hypodermically and sealed uh, fucking. <laughs> that's what makes this very Asian. That's what makes this Asian. Container. You ever seen uh, that show Dexter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. kind of like that for punties. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, man. He's 23. He's a Chinese dude. Too bad he has a cool name. Skyler? That's a fucking cool name, man. You know, I mean, I feel he's Chinese. Yeah, Chinese American dude. Nice. You know? So I, I kind of wanted God to first talk about. Yeah, man. That's a funny, like, Marie Kondo parody. Like Marie Kondo for perverts. <laughs> for perverts. He's like, oh, I've got so. <laughs> Hello, my name is Marie Kondo. Ah, <laughs> yes. I've got so. I hi. I'm. I'm. I'm my name's Skyler. Talk about three things: panties, <laughs> used volleyball shorts. <laughs> I've got so many volleyball shorts, and I just don't know what to do with them. And I've just been collecting them because whew, I, I have to admit, I just have a hard time letting go. <laughs> She's got a translator still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The translator's like, we should really go. We should call the cops. I, I, we no, should no, call. Let's, let's no, hear no, him let's out. just see what's going on here. First, yeah. put all the panties on the bed yeah. so you can see how many panties yeah. you have. <laughs> and like, like, all the guests, um, their face are like, it's got mosaic, you know, because they <laughs> yeah. can't, and they've they master voice. Yeah, it's just like, he's got a big pie. It's like, I just yeah. didn't know until now that's just how many panties I had. And, <laughs> This bra, oh man, this bra right here. Wow, this one, I just, I, this was one of the first ones. This yeah. is one of the first things I stole. <laughs> and I just, I guess I should hold on to it, but you know, it does a spark joy. And he just to say thank you to he's the bra. Crying, he's crying, he's crying. I don't want to let it go. He, you know, he donates it to another yeah. more needy pervert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my God, the police are at the door. Can you give me a fucking second? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through something. Oh my God. So I think... You know, I, I mean, volleyball especially, man. I think if you're like a male coach, you, you should be under investigation. You should every constantly, single everyone, one. just open an investigation yes. to every single and one you, of them. You and I'm pa- sure most of them will be fine. Yeah. Completely, you know, uh, you know, just... Pantyless. Pantyless, pantyless apartments. focused on uh, the game. The art. But once in a while, you get yeah. a dude who's cataloging them. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have like a, I wonder if he had like a spreadsheet. Did he have he like. He probably did, dude. He's just like, okay, well, you know what? I got to enter this into Excel. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing like regressions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, okay, my, my, my collection has been growing at an exponential rate. Yeah, it's like so. spring. You know what that means? Purple underwear. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> um, oh, so wow. I wanted to open up this discussion to um, creepy coaches and creepy teachers. Yeah. Um, because 
I remember I had a few growing up and a couple of them, one was a coach for the women's soccer team. It was just called Mr. D. And if you went to Hillary Davidson High School, you know who he is. <laughs> he, he taught AP Euro. And, oh, did he? Uh, yeah, he taught AP Euro. And like, one of the things he did is uh, he would like massage mm-hmm. uh, the female students back during class. Okay, come on. That's like real, that's like not even like a but like, like, in, like so that in class see. in front of other people wow yeah dude and like uh this isn't that he, long he would, ago, he would right? so this is how he would do it he would like we play, we like be learning about you know whatever war that was happening in <laughs> the Napoleonic war hey yeah. susan come on over here hey how you doing um and then like he he would you know ask the question to the class and he'd pick on a student right be like oh kathleen what do you think and then she'd be like mm, i don't know and then he'd be like oh do you know now <laughs> he would like no to, he didn't He'd be like, what about now? Like, you need to relax, you know? I, Dude, he would do this, and we just brushed it off as like, what a creepy dude. And even she would just do that thing where, like, you know, when girls are, like, when it's awkward, she just kind of does this, you know? Like, what's happening? Like, oh her, her my eyes God. Are, And we're just like, hey, it's 2006. Like, this is okay. This is just weird. This is weird. <laughs> but holy shit, I was so uncomfortable. And, like, you know, maybe, I mean, I, I did didn't, this multiple times. It, it was like a thing. It was like a known thing, like, oh, you know, Mr. D, he does that. You know, and the, the problem is that we can't make a Netflix special, I mean, Netflix documentary about this situation. Yeah. That's why people didn't know about it, you know? Yeah. I we mean, need to have Netflix documentaries about all of these different, like, dudes, like, high school dudes. Hi, dude, that, you know, have you seen uh, the Netflix special, uh, not, like, not like special, the uh, Netflix documentary called The Keepers? It's about nuns. Yeah, it's about the Catholic community oh, and how there's a lot of abuse with nuns and children. Yeah, um, and it was about that. But you know, people were recounting stories from like forty years ago. But now that the Me Too thing is happening, I remember this because this was like two thousand six. It's not. It's still pretty fresh in my mind. Yeah. So somebody should make a Netflix documentary that's supporting. Maybe all the don- all the profits go to the Me Too movement or whatever. But we could talk to former high school teachers. Like we could have students. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we should produce this. <laughs> we should. Pro- <laughs> I don't know if I want my name all over this. Hey, Mike, you're, Dude, you're, you're the you're the you're the. But, the, but it the, really the, just goes to like I'm sure you know this this stealing underwear shit. It's almost like a hack thing right i'm sure this has been happening oh, for years for sure but now it's like not cool you know because the not me too cool. it's not yeah. cool um it's not okay the fact that none of us spoke up speaks to the education yes. of that time right because i would consider this is a pro like euro these are the kids who are like trying harder hardest in school they're yeah. smart kids they're smart, they're smart but, kids. but we didn't have the tools to understand oh this is not okay yeah this is not like it's not funny yeah you know it's it's whenever there's a like that's the whole thing is that there always has to be there's always like a power difference yeah it's like one person is like you know you look up to this the, the whatever the priest or the the teacher or whoever it is yeah as like oh this guy or, or girl is, knows what's up yeah like this person is leading us you yeah. know even you know even if you like make fun of the teacher like intrinsically you understand there's like a difference in like the role and this person then can like do stuff such as massage the girl yeah. in middle of class yeah 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 and yeah, everyone's yeah. like oh that was weird but at the same time you're not sure what you there's like so much impetus you need to overcome in order to like do that because like you know you, you try to imagine like are you going to walk into the principal's office and like start like how do you explain that you know like start a thing and then like you have to go to the class the next day yeah, yeah. He, he's still in charge of your grade he's still in charge of your shit yeah. you know what i'm saying like and even if the principal took it seriously it's not going to be like instantly he's out of here because yeah. he's fucking tenured and shit yeah so how did he like get whatever the fuck you know what i'm saying got caught or he never got caught what well, he, i mean that was one of the i mean uh, some so uh, there are three teachers in my community three? there are three that i'm thinking of right now two of them uh, one got arrested by the FBI. Oh my for god! Child pornography. <gasps> he was he was a gym teacher, and people also had rumors about him. Oh, he would shit. like watch the boys change and shit. It was weird. Oh, uh, but again, we were just like, what a weird dude. It's two thousand. <laughs> two thousand six was such a fucking weird time. What man. a weird dude. Because it was cr- cr- progressive, but like progressive, not really. But we weren't really so sure. We, we were just like. Yeah, we would ju- we would just like we weren't we were no longer saying gay anymore, so it was progressive in that way. But if somebody uh, did something like that, we'd be like, "Man, you're a weirdo." Yeah, and that was it. That was like the slap on the wrist. So that guy got arrested by the FBI. He's on. You can look him up. His name was uh, his name was Mr. Hyman. No, his name is Hyman. Yeah, his name was Hyman. Yeah, ironic. Oh come on. Yeah, man. it's just like <laughs> God has a sense of humor, my friend. <laughs> wow. Um, and then another one was my cross country coach, and this was just an alleged thing, but he did get fired. He oh. um. He was driving a 14-year-old girl home because she was babysitting his children and he drove her home. Yeah. And then apparently when they said goodbye, he like touched her thigh inappropriate and she like reported it. 
Uh, but the PR was enough for it to get him fired. And I think some people that's good. were on his side on this. I'm not really sure what happened. This was like two years ago. But you know that, but it's like, you know, going back to what we were just talking about, like, you know that like, if it's a, if it's a, a thigh thing. Yeah, a, that's it, right. That's not okay. Yeah, a, yeah. But like, it's a thigh thing in a car. That's just like, you know, it's like a, the tip of the iceberg. It's like, there's like a little thing you see that gets reported. Yeah. And then there's probably like a shit ton of other stuff. Yeah. That they're like, oh yeah, you know, and then there was that other time that he like, you know, whatever, grabbed somebody's butt or whatever mm-hmm, the fuck mm-hmm. it is. And nobody talked about that. But then like, you know, it's just like a cumulative thing because if finally something like gets reported, you know, after all these years, yeah. it's like, whoa, how long has it been yeah. going on for? Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And um, I don't know what, I mean, do you, did you even think it was weird that I mentioned he drove her home? Because teachers at my high school did that. My, I remember one time I saw my sister coming home and her orchestra teacher like dropped her off at my house. And I thought that was so fucking um, weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like you're not, I, I could see, yeah, that's also strange. Just, just like seeing my little sister getting out of a car f- with an old man was like, what the I fuck? Think it's, like, I think, it's, I think, I think, I think it, what was good about my high school was that all the teachers were super depressed and so they didn't mm, want... Why, why, why depressed? No, they're just older and they, I don't know. It's, what do you mean older? There was, just, there was just a thing where it was just like, <laughs> you would never associate yourself with a teacher. <laughs> it was like, it was not, it was not, it was not like... Oh, you guys didn't have any like fun teachers? No, we didn't have like oh, fun teachers. Like, like oh, Mr. Mr. Myers, he's he's a goofy yeah, math teacher. Yeah, you didn't have that? No, it was when it was like very serious dudes and you know, like, you know, good teachers, but like very you know, like they, they were uh dedicated and dorky and mm. it wasn't like, Oh yeah, let's let's get into uh Mr. Phillips's Prius here, you know what I'm saying? It was like not cool. Well, it, I think a lot of this happened because of extracurricular activities. So my uh, sister wasn't some like after school orchestra program and he just drove her home after rehearsal. I don't know why my mom was home. <laughs> she could have just picked her up. I I don't know. I again didn't have the tools to understand what was happening. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But so you're saying like, did you do any extracurriculars? Yeah, I did. Um, but <laughs> I did judo. Yeah, did you, I wish I did judo. I uh, I swam. Um, and I you know I. And so nothing like you never heard anything. I guess swimming is not co-ed. It's co-ed. Yeah, it yeah. Is co-ed. Well, so, so I mean, you, it you never heard anything. There's guys and girls. Uh, there's a girl swim thing, and then there's like we had male teacher. And instructors and stuff like that and um it was i don't know i mean i i don't know maybe i just didn't hear about it there was one history teacher and him and this other girl uh they were like very close Mm -hmm. do you know what i'm saying yeah but it didn't seem like one was like preying on the other one Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it just seemed the rumors never got to the point where it was like, oh, you know, we would kind of be like, oh, they like hang out a lot. Ooh, you know? interesting. But interesting. like, we never heard any, you know, like he, he like never touched her or did anything like that. Yeah. And so it's it's always a, a tricky, loaded situation when you have like a lot of, you know, like like young people and then like people in power. That's how you get all that weird shit. <sighs> That's how yeah. you get all that shit, man. Okay? Yeah. The trick is to no ha- don't have any power. Don't have any power. You know, yeah. You know, we'll be weakly. One last thing I want to mention about this and how it was like Asian culture is I feel through watching like or like reading manga and anime and stuff, this, the pervert character is characterized as like as funny. So I was just thinking about yeah. <laughs> when like the, the the volleyball player who like steals panties yeah uh i just immediately thought of um the in ranma one half the grandfather the grandfather was, with the beard right yeah he's a it, pervert and he's always touching boobs and stuff and like he, he he always like um ties the handkerchief around his nose like a ninja and he he like steals panties by like ninja style like he goes from roof to roof right you right. know what i'm saying and you're like you watch that and it's funny and you're kind of like oh that's kind of cool i want to steal some panties yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i mean that's actually a problem in japan is people stealing underwear where because people, like people they don't leave have, it out yeah leave yeah because we don't have dryers right um so it's actually it's, it's, that's a real problem that you can report to the police but again i mean rama came out in the 90s i don't know what anime is like now but i think a lot of asian people do watch anime and stuff like that and they do kind of treat those sensitive topics in a i guess now it would be considered like an inappropriate take well so i i think i think uh you know to to simone jacobson's point it's Mm -hmm. about this kind of like masculine rape culture thing yeah 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 and it's like normalizes that like if somebody's like you know in 80s 
uh, teen teen com comedy movies. Yeah, you know that if there's a summer camp, the guy, the boy summer campers would like go and panty raid the girl summer campers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah, funny yeah. thing. Yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be yeah, funny, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's like oh, we're just teasing. But I mean, if you think about it, that's really terrifying, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. Thirty dudes are gonna roll up into your place and like steal all like all your underwear. But like it's supposed <laughs> to be like <laughs> what do you order like that? It sounds like a like well, a gang activity. Well, it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's this like is a what a bunch of guys. <laughs> your guys are gonna do roll up in your place and steal all your shit and that's what a panty raid i mean yeah. that it is but we call it like a panty raid it's, it's it yeah. sounds funny You're yeah, supposed to be yeah, fun. yeah 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 and like when you position like an old an old dude like you know jumping from rooftop to rooftop using ninja tech tech techniques in order to steal underwear it's like it's kind of like you know you're 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 saying it's it's supposed to be a funny thing ha 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 yeah. look at him hey look at Hawkeye he's so funny yeah 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 as a, as an Asian person I feel partially responsible for this Skyler's behavior <laughs> we must own up to it guys we, we, must, we gotta we own do. up Stop we gotta own that. up this is not okay damn um so yeah that was fun that was race news part one that was race uh, news part one on. yep and uh, you know we're um you know let's let's keep it romantic uh, <laughs> we're gonna do the other one uh, I've read about this and uh, essentially uh, apparently. There is a service now. Uh, it's a website called Join My Wedding, mm-hmm. and it allows people, just anyone, anyone, to um, browse around and uh, join a an Indian wedding. So it's wow. like it's like Airbnb it's for right. Indian weddings. And the and the point is to let other people experience like authentic Indian culture. Yeah. So the way that they do, the way they kind of pitch it is. Uh, you haven't you haven't been to India until you've been to an Indian wedding. Join my wedding gives travelers a chance to be on the guest list of a genuine cultural celebration. Um, if you're the kind of traveler that seeks out genuine cultural experiences to broaden your horizons and give you a fresh perspective, a traditional wedding should be at the top of your list. And I was reading about uh, some articles, and they said that the average wedding in America is something like thirty thousand or twenty nine thousand dollars, which is a shit ton of money. Yeah. And and but an Indian wedding is like double that. Like a traditional USD? That's what they said. Damn. That's crazy. That and is crazy. I've I've have I been to I've not been to any Indian weddings, weirdly enough. I've been to a lot of Indian birthday parties and stuff like that. Mm. And and pseudo like weddings. Anniversaries. And they those are already big things. Yeah. Five hundred people show up you know, all your friends, you know, all your friends, friends, all your, all these other people from whatever the fuck it is. And there's just like tons of money. Yeah. So uh, imagining a wedding is got, it's got even, it's even bigger. This multiple days. Yeah. It's like a music festival. It's like a music (laughs) festival. It's like a week going to Raj's thing. (laughs) Oh shit. Raj fest. Raj fest. 2019. I would love to go to India. I've only seen it in like Instagram stories. So like, cause we have, you know, comedian friends who are Indian and they'll sometimes fly back. I mean, it's serious. You know, like Usama goes a lot. Dude, you gotta go back. I mean, it's already like a a traveling thing. He's a struggling comedian, but he still goes back. That just goes to show you like how, how how important it is. It is. It is important. And now, now, fortunately, thanks to joinmywedding.com, yeah. we can now, now go can to go. one of these things. So I was like looking at one of these. And so you can go through, you can scroll through. And there's a lot of um, Indian weddings. And all of these photos, fo- this is a whole racket. There's all these photos you got to do. Yeah. Everybody looks really cute and stuff like that. Um, and it just makes uh, Western weddings look like trash because it's just so <laughs> fancy. First of all, already the, you know, Indian culture is very lush. Yep. A lot of colors, yep, very beautiful. Yep, yep. Um, a lot of dancing, very fun. Yeah. Uh, and so you already got that as a base layer. Yeah. That, that's like, that's just like their like already Friday Already it's more night. interesting. Already yes. more interesting. Yeah. And then on top of that, of course you have all the tradition, if, yeah. you know, if it's uh, various uh, religions and stuff like that. And it, again, it's multiple days. So you can go through and I just like grabbed one and you can read about Surab and Ayushi's story, you know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and they say day one, day two, and it, it costs, you know, it tells these you where not, it is. These are not Indian Americans, right? No, these are, this is in, in India. And okay. so it's, so this one, for example, uh, Surab and Ayushi would love you to join them on their special day while traveling in India. So they kind of position this as, if you're in India, why not also go to this it's thing? Wedding, yeah. And it's $250 a person. So, yeah. you know, I guess if you and your, you know, whoever your, your, your guest wants to go, it's like 500 bucks, That's which is a significant amount of money. It's not though, because when you go to a wedding, how much do you give? I, I mean, aren't you, aren't you supposed to give like 150? It depends. Um, when I go to my friends' weddings, I I buy them something on the registr- registry, or I give them cash for about one fifty. So that's only a hundred dollars more to go to somebody you don't even fucking know, and they're gonna fucking give you a tour. 
Well, I mean, I don't know if what what it is. I don't think they give you a tour. I think you just you just go. You just go. But but plus because here's the thing is that there's probably going to be like a 500 fucking people there. Yeah, 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 and yeah. So yeah, yeah. I I can't imagine that. I mean, I'm sure maybe they'll say hello to you. Yeah. But like it's not like you can hang out with these people. Well, I, I was reading one of the reviews and it said like, "Oh, it was so fun. My mom couldn't wait to exp- um to share the Indian tradition and explain some of the culture and, tra- and traditional activities to ah. the tourists." So I think depending on the couple, you get more or you less. You get a little bit more or less. What I want though i want to have the um i, I want to have the indian second wedding okay i want to go to the wedding where um the uh, the guy got divorced Ooh. you know what i'm saying and then you know because is that wedding also big or is it really <laughs> shameful and sad and small what if it's still f- better than like a first white person wedding yeah <laughs> so like the second white person wedding is usually yeah. a lot more tame right yeah, it's just like yeah. maybe it's a little restaurant you've it, been to a second wedding no but i can just imagine yeah, i mean yeah, i've yeah. heard about it right it's yeah. like you know a second or third it's wedding it's fucking applebee's yeah man. it's just gonna be true it's gonna be chill it's just like 10 people you know it's not I mean, open bar it's, you, it's, you, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know it, barry's getting married again yeah, yeah, yeah met yeah. this nice lady um and a pottery class and hey it's gonna be chill you know i want that i want that indian wedding. yeah I want the second indian wedding that's so funny carmen you know? Lagala has a joke about that like she her dad got married three times and then she talks about her third wedding her dad was just wearing jeans yeah which is so t- i mean i bet that actually happened dude i mean at that point you're just like i can't do this again yeah, yeah, i don't yeah, have yeah, another yeah. 60 g's yeah what you are know? you doing after this i'm just gonna go to work man i'm gonna go i gotta i gotta go i'm on my lunch break right yeah now. yeah yeah so uh you can do this indian wedding it's it's a, a two-day thing i i don't know i have to we'd have to ask or or maybe maybe this we have some listeners in uh in india who can tell us but this I, i'm sure there's a lot of it's i'm sure it's a lot of fun yeah but my wedding i paid for it myself i mean of course definitely like we recruit stuff with my from my guests yeah and um but that was already pretty stressful i can only imagine how absolutely stressful this is and it's multiple days and it's so much money but mine was a small one not that many people mm-hmm. and it was already like you know it's a true test of like are are you going to this is like almost like the final challenge for you and your wife mm-hmm. or for wife to be before you can you know do it because this is like bring all your family together bring all your oh, friends yeah, together yeah, yeah. there's a, a ton of money you're just Whoa, gonna burn i never thought of it like that yeah, that's and it's why just like, maybe that's why maybe wedding is important. It is because it's that final. Like it's it, you know, if there is family tension, let there be family tension. Yes. How it, are you going to deal? How are you going to handle it? Yeah. And I, you know, I, I have some friends who uh, aren't married, and you know, they just decide not to get married. They're like, "What's the difference between not being married and you know, we're we still love each other?" And they're like, you know, domestic partners legally or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying like, it's one of those things. It's like, um. It's like, you know, anything. It's like a final exam. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. Maybe you already know. Maybe you already know the material, but yeah. we need to put you through some kind of special torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah That's yeah, why yeah, a final yeah. exam is important because life is full of like things like that, like a wedding where you're just going to be like, okay, you know, I know you love each other, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, can you do it with two moms <laughs> who do not like each other? Right, right, right. And right, also, right, right, you know, right. your cousins and everybody wants this thing and like, oh, is this one guy's vegan, but everybody else yeah. doesn't. Is it going to be open bar and somebody's going to be shitty to you? Yep. And like, you know, that's that's what's up. But this Indian wedding, I can't imagine. I mean, uh, for anyone who's in India, is does everybody like this? Yeah, it's, because in America, be scary. weddings, especially among millennials on the East Coast and the West Coast, there's almost like a stigma to it where it's like oh another wedding yeah but this is like you can't go in with that attitude because no. it's like seven days you have to be like <laughs> you, you have to be have all like, about it you know you have like um lanyards with the with the badges you yeah know? you have like vip passes yeah, right? um, uh, yeah, a bride side Dude, guest yeah it's literally like a week long so yeah I, mean, I wonder if culturally it's a very exciting thing you know i mean one thing that may be nice is like if you have a big support network a lot of people are doing a lot of different things yeah or you know i'm sure there's a business or you got like an event planner and i'm sure there's this whole production right everybody sure, does yeah. it but again it's just like you know if you're if, if you're a, a, a yushi or sarab here it's like you know you could use that money for a lot of stuff yeah you know what i'm saying you could i don't know how much houses cost and <laughs> yeah but that's what's so interesting about indian culture is you know you could argue that um you know they may be frugal or like economically smart you know, they, they only invest in things that are really worth it, like education. Exactly. Right? But then, like, for some reason with weddings, they, they just turn into, like, Lil Wayne. And they just, <laughs> like, I don't know why. They're yeah. just, like, that week, 
the, you, you, they just fucking uh, there's elephants there's flowers you know, you know exactly. there's a thousand people there's all types of food yes right it's a, it, this is their clubbing this is know? their clubbing this yeah. is, and, and it's funny because like it says here like the, it gives you like a description and it says um, you know is there is there alcohol and it yeah. says no right yeah. but you don't need alcohol you don't, but that's how when fucking, you've got doves yeah, being right. released okay <laughs> right you're flexing as hard as possible that's how you know they're good at partying is because mm. people are having a great time without alcohol man they're, they're not drinking but you know and they're you know but this they're still getting super lit yeah dude this is crazy that's amazing so if you have any listeners out there if you have any anals out there from India or Indian American folks or anyone who's like yeah or gone to an Indian wedding we want to know yeah, what it's or like or just invite us or oh, yeah. we're happy to pay you 250 a person you know I don't know about that but <laughs> we ain't got that kind of money well, we can you know we'll send another Patreon for the Indian <laughs> send, send Mike and Fuji to an Indian wedding just one <laughs> And we are back with our brand new segment, Mailbag. This is where we answer any questions from our fans. Um, if you want to send us stuff, if you want to participate in this, uh, please email us at asian.asianpod at gmail.com with the subject mailbag, and we'll filter through and, and pick a good one. Um, just quick shout out to everybody who's been uh, doing this. It's been really awesome hearing from you guys. Um, you know, we can't get to all of them in one episode, but as we continue to make more episodes, we'll hopefully get to all of you. Some of you are, some of you are like sending us straight up articles like just pitching like race new shit yeah um, it's kind of interesting I like it that's fine We're, we may not ever get to that but yeah. um, we do read we do read, we do all, read it we do read all the things so we if do. you and there's a couple people I wanted to get back to even if we can't do a quote unquote on air segment yeah. I want to get back to you about questions because sure. you know we, we appreciate it we so, appreciate for it sure. so this one I really like this one uh, because he's another he's a he's a fellow Asian bro like us and uh, straight Asian bro we don't hear from a lot of us you know mm-hmm. so this guy's name is Alan he says sup dudes really enjoyed the last episode about Whitney not sure if you're still doing the advice thing but if you are I got one for you once in a while girls on Tinder be like I love Asian dudes only it's rare yeah. super rare but does but, but it does happen I feel conflicted about this should I just hit that or am I being used for some white girls orientalist fantasy oh. also notice it's usually girls who seem extra DTF example below big ups Alan then he put a screenshot he sent he, he attached the file I love it I love it it says uh, Jess 30 librarian seven miles away ooh so close but so far her, her bio says like kissing adventuring and having fun she's gonna open with kissing woo like kissing adventuring and having fun beautiful Asian men only not sure if you qualify swipe right intelligence is sexy not looking for anything serious and always happy to find a pretty new toy air boy to play with uh, first of all, I mean, I don't know. I'm not on these apps, but that yeah. sounds like a scam. Yeah, it maybe, like a maybe scam? a bot, maybe a bot. Also like a librarian. Come on. Um, it's like, no, oh, but, what's, but, but, what's your job? Cheerleader. Come I, on. I was briefly on the apps before Marie and I started like dating officially. And I did see some of these people. In fact, the only people I matched with. Uh, oh, interesting. Only people I matched with were people who were like, I love anime or like, or like, you know, Koreans only or whatever. I don't know why they also matched me. They're also racist. This is um, so, yes. So this is so interesting because this, we're in this like f- inflection point because, um, you know, you have a joke, Brian Park has a joke about, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, you're, you're pretty good looking for you know, an Asian guy or, or, or whatever. And, you know, I don't fuck Asian guys or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of changing because a little bit, yeah. Because now we've got hot Asian guys out there, yeah, and people and, know about it, yeah. And they're uh, the, uh, what's it, uh, Stephen Yoon. Yoon, yeah. He's so good looking, yeah, so charismatic. You know, John Cho's been out there for a long time. We've got mm. all sorts of dudes, and then we've got like just the the sexy guys, yeah. You know, uh, all uh, of crazy rich Asians, all the cool <laughs> rich Asians. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Who's that dude on? Um, Kim's Convenience, Sammy. Oh, S- Sam Liu. Sim Liu. Sim Liu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's always constantly p- picking pictures with his shirt off. Yep, yep. And so we've got this weird thing where, like, there are going to be people who are, like, into the Asian guys. Yeah. Um, first of all, I don't know the appeal. I don't understand that. But <laughs> <laughs> We're pieces of shit. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but... Uh, so I think there's two things here, right? One, what you're saying is correct. I think right now there's a general there's movement. There's like a weird like thing Just happening. like the, the, all the things that Asian dudes complain about like five years ago, like, oh, people don't think we're hot or think people think we're losers. It is slowly changing, at least in major cities. I see it. I see a lot more like Asian men dating other women who aren't Asian girls, you know? Mm. And like, that's cool like good for them I think as a country that's awesome but I think what he's talking about is something that has always existed and uh, it's like just these OG Asian fans OG, OG Asian fans yeah, I was who into love, the wire before who love Asian <laughs> shit and uh, I remember I um, like weeaboos 
I remember I matched with this girl on Tinder in like 2012 or something. And it was like, uh, like she had, she was very cute. And then I, as I was slipping through, it was like, it was, she, it was very clear. She was like a huge K-pop fan. And this mm. is before K-pop was famous. So like, ah. she's like an early adopter, right? <laughs> and she seemed fine. I never ended up meeting with her, but she seemed fine. And I, I did have that same thought, you know, I, and this isn't on Tinder, but I have like talked to girls at parties and I'm like, oh, this girl's like kind of into me. And then I look and then her background on the phone is like a, oh. you know, something Asian, like an anime or something, you know? And so it's like, it's the question of like, as a guy, it's weird because you're Asian. So you're like, I don't want you to fantasize about me. Like, I don't, this is not a fetish, bro. But it's conflicting because you are a man. Yes. And you're stupid. So you're like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. You're so a, that's, yes. I think that's what Alan is struggling with here. He's like, you know, he's the, <laughs> and also like, I'm a social justice warrior. Yes. You know? It's like, when, when does, which side should come out when? Um, yeah. I, I guess it's like one of those, I'm a thirsty dude who wants to get it and then but you you're gonna feel weird because like you feel like maybe after sex she's gonna like collect a piece of your hair or something and put it in, in like a vial <laughs> and then di- catalog, Just, it, catalog it and then put it into a drawer or like ask you to yeah. keep your underwear because this is asians 99 and 2000 yeah like, exactly exactly just like you know it's just like she's like a serial killer but with with asian penises yeah. you know she's, i'm gonna go ahead and defend the girls here the, the <laughs> girls who defend asian guys because i at the same time i do believe there are girls who might catalog you at the same time, I I believe that there are plenty of girls out there who just who don't feel that weird about saying I'm into this. This is what I'm into. Of She's course. very very open, and if you meet them, I'm sure they're normal and they're not gonna like fetishize you. In fact, they're probably gonna like respect you more because they're more like nuanced, you know. And so I, I think you I think mean, so. I don't know because if somebody was to if I was single and somebody was like, oh, this guy's Asian, he's gonna be you know blah blah. blah. The thing is, I'm not like I'm not that Asian mm. you know so this person hey you know you want to listen but how do you know what level of Asian she's looking for I think we're just assuming you, she's looking for like a you know? know but I mean okay let's just say like if you've got like a phone screensaver or whatever background of yeah. K-pop I'm, I, I'm, I don't know I'm not you know what I'm saying like if you talk to me after a while you're gonna realize yeah. I'm actually Latino you know it's like I'm not <laughs> actually I don't know anything hey. yeah I'm not actually you know I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm much uh, you know closer to um uh, you know, like a bro, like a, a white bro than right. I am to like but are a you, beautiful skin K-pop guy. Are you, are you being presumptuous in that like she is equating the background of K-pop to you? Like maybe what if she's just into you and she also likes K-pop and she's, there's no correlation between the two in her mind if you just met this girl at a party. You know, if you, mm, if you met a girl at a party, this is a little bit different because she says that on her Tinder profile. Yeah. But if you met a girl at a party and you're like, oh, I think she's vibing me and then you look and she's got like Naruto in the background, you know, <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm not a blonde ninja. Well, I didn't, she, I didn't know about Naruto. I'm very close to Naruto. Right? Uh, no, um, I definitely have a fox spirit. <laughs> I'm more of a, a fire style ninja. Yes, I'm not a, exactly. <laughs> well, that's different, my friend. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I see. I see your point. Um, but I, you know, I think I just want my boy Alan to get laid. That's really well, what I, I'm, you, know, you know. You know, get yours, man. But the you know the problem is like you want to get the person to know who you are ultimately, right? And so whether or not this person has a Asian guy fetish, then you know. I guess it all, it all depends on what you're look you know what you want what you're looking for if you if, but I think you ultimately want to be seen as a as a as a person yeah um I don't know if you're if you're just trying to smash you're not trying to see shit but yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to be seen as a person then you know try try, try to see ultimately people are people and and the, even even the person with their very strong oriental fantasy you know may ultimately be like you know what I was really into fire ninjas but this water ninja is pretty cool too <laughs> and you know, whoever you are and, and you know, yeah. this, 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 um, this Mexican See, Vietnamese guy is but this cool. brings up a really good point that I wanted to talk about yesterday on a different podcast we did but why are you why are Asians so afraid of being known for things that our countries create and are respected like what mm. you know let, let me give this example let's just say like reggae is like really big worldwide <laughs> right yeah, yeah. let's just say like I really identify with that Rasta culture <laughs> and like you know let's just say because there are like like reggae yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a reggae scene in Tokyo I don't yeah. know if you knew that like yeah, yeah. right so and, and all, all over the world let's just say I really identified with that lifestyle lifestyle it's all about lifestyle mm. right and maybe I don't have dreads but like I dress like that and I listen to reggae all the time and the back of my phone is Bob Marley okay mm. let's just say like and I'm just around and yeah. and I'm around those people a lot yeah. and uh, those people who are into that lifestyle just happen to be Jamaican because that's where it originated and I maybe I'm dating a Jamaican girl it, it, should she feel weird like it, you know what I mean like if mm. am I really am I fetishizing 
Jamaica. Jamaican culture Jamaican in culture. a sexual way. Is that why I'm dating her? Or am I dating her because I'm into this lifestyle and that's who she's, that's who's fucking around? Mm. You know? Mm. Why are Asian people so afraid to like, dude, people respect K-pop and BTS <laughs> and Naruto. Like, that's a cultural import, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not every Asian country has that. There was, the, David Nguyen was telling me about this recently about how China is becoming an economic power yeah. and the only thing they're bummed out about is they don't have any cultural products that no. are transcendent. So like, yeah. so like people, people buy have. shit in China, but K-pop has like beauty, right? Japanese yep. who have anime, yep. fashion, yep. cars. Like, yep. So they, they're struggling with like, they don't have a lot of cultural exports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But like some countries are lucky enough to have that. Why can't, why can't you just be proud of that? You know, like I mean, I, I, that's what I understand. I think it's okay to be proud of it, but like to use like a, a my own thing, like let's say you're really into Vietnamese culture. You know, yeah. I love landmines. I don't know, whatever it is. Like, uh, <laughs> She's got a picture of landmines. Like, love la- like whatever, pho, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah, I love yeah, like yeah. rice hats and shit like that. I guess the first thing is, again, to, to my point, I am not that Vietnamese. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I know about pho and stuff like that. But, you know, if you're... If you're into the culture and you find out I'm Vietnamese and you're like, oh, let, let's talk about the culture a lot. I'm like, dude, I don't want to talk about Vietnamese stuff. I'm 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 from Southern California, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I would rather honestly talk about like uh, like rims on my car or something like that. Right, you right, know? right, so right, right. That's sort of the disconnect there. And then second, I'm not a tour guide. You know, I was like, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah, you yeah. take me all the best Vietnamese places. I love Vietnamese food. Yeah, but you know, what? there's Yelp. Go date Yelp. You know, or yeah. go date like a, a bowl of pho if yeah. you really want like pho that much. So I think that's really the difference. It's it's a little bit less about. Uh, you know, of course, again, people are people and, you know, if you're interested in the culture, that's totally cool. It's, it's just that like, duh, you know, I, if you try to equate a person, if, if you're really interested in the interest, then go for the interest. Then like just date some, like to your point about the Jamaican, whatever, uh, you're, you're Jamaican, <laughs> if, I become a Rastaman. if you become a Rastafarian, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can, if you, if you, yeah, you end up meeting uh, other beautiful black Rasta women and you know date them that's fine but then you should also be able to say if I'm if you met another Japanese person who was into Rasta stuff yeah date that person because you your right. quote unquote interest yeah, is Rasta you're just saying I gotta have a fucking resume to prove that I'm not that guy you know what I mean what do you mean so like in order to prove that I'm not just fantasizing Jamaican culture I have but to have you a are, resume right but in your in your scenario in right? my scenario sure yeah um but but I don't know if fetishizing is the word. What if you just like it? This is really interesting because we, we can talk about the thing we're going to talk about. Oh, later. yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, the yeah. next episode. We'll Ooh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Chicano, Japanese yeah. culture. I guess you're saying the issue is with this Tinder chick, she specifically wrote Asian men only. And that's yeah. the, and that's why you're making all these assumptions about her and how you're saying, I don't want to be a tour guide. I get that. <laughs> I, I get yeah. that vibe too. If you're out there just saying Asian men only, yeah. that's weird. But I think if you just met somebody in real life who was into something from a different culture and if they're, I don't know. I mean, you, you end can, up like I whatever. can't really explain it with words, but I think it's a vibe. No, you can I mean, tell if somebody's yeah. fetishizing it or think, someone's like, I yeah. just really identify no, with I this think, thing. I think that's totally, I think that's totally fair if yeah. you are into a thing, but if you, um, you know, uh, it, it, I guess it, it, it comes down to like, if you treat a person like an object, yeah. you know, to collect or whatever, then, and you associate this person as like part of, you know, yeah. the culture that you're trying to like collect. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? If you're, if you're an otaku about a person, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then that's like, that's, yeah, that's the weird not thing. okay. But, that's we'll, the weird but thing. we'll never know if someone's doing that. I guess you're right. I mean, we will, we'll, we'll never know, but you'll, um, I feel you can get the vibe pretty quickly yeah, from somebody. It's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. I, I, I think it's always going to be it's always going to be a little different with with Asian women because women, first of all, got to deal with just dudes in yep, general yep. just being creepers. Yeah, yeah. And like the guy coming up and like hitting you with like the four different like um, Asian hellos at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, which Good is morning. Yeah, exactly. All the different, <laughs> all those different things, all at the same time, and that, and then you know that. I could see being getting really tired. I think mm. it's it's a little bit different. It's different for Asian guys because a we're guys we're fucking creepers. Yeah, we're we're, we're gross. And b it's like fairly new to us. Yeah. But after a while, like if a, if like you know people did that to me all the time. Yeah. It's just like if if, uh, if um you know a guy who just wanted to be my friend, but like 
He just the kept talking thing, to you just, about Vietnam, Vietnamese shit. Or like he just kept, he came up to me and just immediately started like say, saying hello in four different like languages. Ah, yeah, 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 Konnichiwa. Yeah, okay. like, really I gotta it. fucking do this now. Yeah, you gotta just like, come on, bro. Gotta, We're at like a sports bar. Can we just watch the Pats? A lot of times they'll say it with like a fake accent, and like I can't understand what they're saying, and I'd be like, oh, you st- your study was for nothing because you yeah. fucking suck. I mean, you know, to your, to your point, it is it, it's it's a it's a tricky situation. Tricky. How do we get here? I don't know. This well, got- this, this is good advice for Alan. Alan, you gotta think about all this, man. But I think <laughs> that's, in, in conclusion, he's he's sitting there, he's trying to get a hand job, and he's like, oh, hmm, am I being fetishized? I think it's like. I, you know I'm just I'm judging her based on the information you've given me she could be a True. completely great person and, so you, oh, no, and you should give everybody absolutely. a chance of you know course. Yeah, I'm very Anna know. Frank in that way give everybody a chance okay Anne Frank that was her thing right in her diary <laughs> did you read her diary she wrote that she thinks all people are good oh right at, at uh, don't heart. bring Anne Frank into this conversation <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty heavy when just, Alan's on fucking Tinder okay forget uh. I said anything about Anne Frank okay but uh, you know I think at first you gotta think like I don't, I don't know just from looking at her profile I don't know if she's wifey material because again she might be just collecting you as an icon but mm. but go ahead and get that hand job okay go ahead and get that hand job go, go meet her and, and fill it out you well, know see you go meet her and report back report back Let, yeah send us that follow up email of like <laughs> what if he goes and like hey guys went on a date um you know, she had a bunch of like anime pillows all over the place. Um, she, she, she took a picture of me and she made me into a pillow. Uh, I live there now. I'm actually locked up in a basement. Help. Uh, st- still love the podcast, guys. Still love the podcast. <laughs> so good luck out there, Ellen. Get, get wet. <laughs> <laughs>thank you so much for listening everybody that was episode 53 we hope you enjoyed it again today was just the boys me and mike uh you can find us on instagram at asian not asian pod and you can also find me at the fumi abe that's t-h-e-f-u-m-i-a-b-e and you can find me on instagram at nice pants bro also please leave us a review on itunes five stars and a nice comment do it right now if you're listening on uh the itunes podcast app and tomorrow actually this comes out monday so in two days from now on wednesday we have our hack city comedy show mm-hmm. uh, that's eight o'clock at canal street market that's 265 canal street so come out uh come a little early get some food get some drinks and then uh, enjoy the comedy show it is technically sold out uh it's gotta be fucking packed so just get there early yep i keep telling everybody i keep telling everybody to get there early so it could you may not have a seat regardless but just come through come, come say through, hi it'll be fun. oh you know why we're gonna have stickers Oh we're yeah, gonna have stickers. we're gonna have some stickers. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're not gonna have enough stickers. Uh, we're not gonna give it to everybody, just the fans. Oh, I see. I yeah, because some people are just like Hack City fans. They that's don't give a fuck about true, the podcast. True. So, um, you know, the stick, that's a valuable thing because I think we're gonna start mailing out to people who you know give us an amount of Patreon. But if you see us live, that's that's the incentive. If you find us on the streets, we'll give you a sticker. It's mm. a fun little game we can play. Yeah, well, yeah. So, so the, all these Asian guys are gonna be like, people keep asking me for stickers. <laughs> what the fuck? So yeah, come out, uh, come out and support. That'll be a good time. Come say to hide us, and we're also gonna do an after party at Tropical Bar, right? Tropical, yes, one, Tropical one three eight. Yes, Tropical one three eight. So we're gonna do a little. We just, you know, it's very informal. Let's just like just come hang out, have some drinks. Yeah, and just you chill. can come talk to us. And uh, I think that's is that it? Anything else coming up? Uh, no, my, my half hour is the is the day before. So if you can't go to one, go to the other. February 26th at 7.30, Subculture. Me and Natalie Ocker are doing a half hour. And then February 27th is Hack City Hell at yeah. 8 o'clock. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.